We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. From the Clark Ford Studio in Oxford, Mississippi, MBW Digital proudly presents the Oxford Exxon Podcast. I'd say thanks for tuning in. But why am I going to give you a round of applause for something you're supposed to do, to be frank? And now, here are your hosts, Chase Parm. And broadcast school has really paid off. And Neil McCready. I deserve to be on TV. Welcome into this Monday edition of the Oxford Exxon Podcast. Chase Parm, Neil McCready, Clark Ford Studio here uh, this morning. We'll talk recruiting, we'll talk transfer portal, we'll talk bowl practice, uh, whatever you guys mentioned in the stream probably as uh, well, a few other topics that'll probably carry us through most of Monday morning. Ole Miss, uh, Lane Kiffin's supposed to talk at some point today when we find We've, out that time. We will. Uh, we, although we have a theory on this. Yeah. Hey, I assume he will have a press conference at some point today and we'll do our best. You know what they say about that. assuming? I do, yes. Uh, yeah. Well, I didn't want to guarantee it. I don't know. Something uh, tells me that... that Lane was unaware of said press conference. Lane was unaware of the uh, scheduling of said press conference. Yeah. So I'm not assuming anything okay. right now. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, so anyway, that's what's going on today. The uh, Oxford X sign. Remember to uh, to get those 1,000 points. All you got to do is pull your out your phone. You need to take a picture of the QR code there at the pump. And what you do is you automatically get 1,000 points. That equals 10 bucks, And that 10 bucks can be used right there at the pump in the, uh, the the tank of gas that you're buying at the moment there at the Oxford Exxon or any Blue Sky locations throughout Mississippi. You know about lunch specials, two sides of bread, 32-ounce drink, and much, much more. And again, coming to you from the Clark Ford studio. We are Clark Fords in Amory, Mississippi, 662-257-1900. Call that number. Ask for Corey Clark. Tell Corey what Ford product you're looking for. He'll send you a quote within 15 minutes in uh, business hours. Right to the bottom line, no hassle, no haggle. You get your quote. The rest is up to you. You can shop that quote around. Do what I've done. Would recommend that you do, and that's hop into a Clark Ford today. 662-257-1900. Guest will join us on the Rafters Music and Food Hotline. Rafters Music and Food on the Square in Oxford. If you're coming up this week to do some shopping or whatnot, I think there's a basketball game Saturday. I haven't looked. I think that is correct. I think there's a basketball game Wednesday. Not too far away from league play. League play is in like two weeks. Two weeks. It's the will be in New Orleans when it starts. December 27th, first league game. Is it 27th? I thought it was, I thought it was the 29th. Oh, uh, maybe it's 29th. You're right, actually. I think that is correct, yes. Well, yeah, I'm Mike not, White coming back. Not arguing. I, yeah, I, 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 can't, right. I can't recall. I think anyway, right. there's basketball or whatever. Coming up to shop, whatever the case may be. Stop at Rafters, get you a burger, po' boy, 
Um, great appetizer selection, full bar, great beer selection, all of that there at Rafters Music and Food on the Square in Oxford and also in New Albany. We won't spend time here, but I, Mark Angelou's right. This is Jabari Smith referring to the Auburn forward is a yep. bad dude. Looks like a starting NBA wing right now. I'm going to look on the schedule and find out when Auburn plays here. Mm-hmm. I'm getting Carson a ticket. I'm like, you're going to this game. So that you can say, to tell, you can tell people, I saw him play in college. That's how confident I am that that kid's going to be an NBA superstar. Oh, okay. Uh, quick basketball thing. Where do you fall on, and I, and I get it's probably not as high with you as some of my friends and people that I know, the enjoyment level of Memphis basketball doing what they're doing versus some of the football programs and the schadenfreude that we mentioned from time to time. Ooh. Where, does, where, where does Penny and the Hoops debacle fill into this, this this mode every time that they post an l <laughs> i feel a uh, no and tr- especially the murray state one the other day yeah, yeah that was well i feel this this joy radiate from within from just for just a minute i was in the media room after Ole miss beat them and, and one of the media guys was talking about how well it's, it's gonna be okay strength of schedule i mean after we beat after we and i quote we beat murray state Alabama and Tennessee, and it was it was a moment of great restraint for me mm-hmm. because I wanted to, with every fiber of my being, say, you have no chance to beat Alabama. You have maybe a 1% chance to beat Tennessee, and it's 50-50 on Murray State. Like, flip a coin. But I didn't. I didn't. I, I, I shut my mouth, and I left the room and got on the elevator and went up to my parking spot and left the arena. Right. But to see them lose to Murray, knowing what's coming against Alabama, knowing what's coming. Well, no, that's how they're going to fix it. They've all said all you got to do is beat Alabama and Tennessee, and they're right back in this thing. (laughs) I mean, yeah, sure, but they're not. There's a path. And and with with each loss, I catch myself feeling joy. Someone was telling me yesterday, you know, Ole Miss should hire Penny. I'm like, well, well, why? For, For what reason? The guy literally has Larry Brown sitting to his right, and he can't figure it out. You don't think his program's out of control? Not only does he basically handcuff Larry Brown from doing anything, but as soon as his team does anything in the middle of the game that sucks, he pouts. He just shuts up. He completely goes almost mute with just this look on his face. Yeah. I mean, I saw there was some broken glass after the loss of the day. Oh, really? Yeah. uh, I forget the beat writer in Memphis. If he said his name, I remember it. Mark Giannato? No, it wasn't Mark. It was whatever. Whoever. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Uh, But, yeah, he tweeted where it was like, yeah, that wasn't like this before the game. And it was like a a pain (laughs) that was. uh... (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yeah. The SEC, um. The SEC actually had a really rough Saturday. There was a lot of losses around the league yeah. on, on Saturday. I mean, I'm going to tell you what now. Um, Oklahoma's joining the league at some point. Mm-hmm. What's his name? Uh, Moser, is that his name? The guy that took Loyola Chicago to the Final Four. He's at Oklahoma now. Oh. And they got a different identity champ. They got a little different punch to them. They took it to Arkansas the other day. And Arkansas, I know that their schedule hasn't been great. But I've watched them a couple of times. They're they're pretty good now. Don't 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 do the whole Arkansas sucks thing. No, no, they're they're pretty good. I think Arkansas is about the sixth best team in the league. But Oklahoma punched them in the mouth in Tulsa. 
And Kentucky, yeah, Porter Moser. Kentucky's going to be fine, by the way. They're really talented. Like, Florida's lost again. They're struggling. They've, they've yeah. actually had a rough, rough couple of weeks. I, they, just they might not be very good or at least advertised at the level they are. Was it State that lost at Colorado State? Is that right? Is I that didn't right? know that. Yeah, somebody lost at Colorado State. I thought it was State. It was like a really weird, bad day um, for the league. Maybe not even weird. I just... think the two best teams in the league are Alabama and Auburn. Do you? Right now. Alabama's something else now. That guy's done a hell of a Who job. was it they just beat? Houston. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Houston thought it was a goaltend, and they lost their minds. And it wasn't a goaltend. It was it the wasn't. right call. No, it was the right call. I only saw it because I saw Norlander tweet out Nate Oates waiting on Samson to come shake his hand. And it's it's such a great photo if anybody hasn't seen it because Oates is looking out onto the court, and he just has his hand stuck out, paying no attention, and Samson's not even in the frame. I know. He's just like, yeah, whatever. And he right. does it again. He does it yeah. twice. <laughs> I don't know what it is about Nate Oates. I've never met the man. I find his mannerisms very funny. I yeah. think I would really like him. Now, he yeah. probably would hate me because I'm in the media, and that would be the end of it. But he does uh, Ryan Brown and Jim Dunaway's show next round, and, mm. and he's super funny. Yeah, he, he has cracked me up for whatever reason. So I don't I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Um, so, football, recruiting. I don't know. Where you wanna right, you wanna do? What do you want to go? Whatever you want to do. I'm, I'm, I'm just along for the ride. You're just along for the ride? Yep. Um... I was doing chicks from seven eighteen in the morning until yeah. ten something last night. You weighed in on the on the last one, which was funny. I because I don't know. I was like, I'm, I think the the, the kid <laughs> is Bryson Hurst. I, I I'm pretty sure he's signing in February. He just had the wrong February day. I think he assumed that yeah. it would be the fifteenth because yeah. December was the fifth. That's why I said I'm not I'm not bugging people about this at ten fifteen tonight. Which was also code for I'm sick of this right now. Yeah, I, I think it's February, as I always say. Yeah, so it's I February second. So I think is actually signing day, right? Second or third? I think. Yeah, because it's first Wednesday. The first Wednesday. Yeah, because the well, that's exactly right. Because the fifteenth, as I noted, was the third Tuesday, and I was so like, it's the second. I was like, that unless there's somebody's birthday that day, that does not make sense in any way for me on the fifteenth. So. Yeah, Kyle Tucker says here, Kentucky lost to sub-500 Notre Dame. Arkansas took a 22-point beating against Oklahoma. Ole Miss got blown out by Western Kentucky. Mississippi State lost to Colorado State. A&M fell to TCU, and Missouri got obliterated by Kansas. Yeah. Yeah. Conzo lost by 37 to the Jayhawks. Gabe is uh, getting killed over there because Gabe is a a big fan of the Mizzou-Kansas basketball rivalry. He is, yes. And his – People are interpreting that as he's enjoying watching Missouri get its brains beat in. And he's just saying, I like the rivalry. And I'm with him. Games like that should get played in basketball. All right, so I, I guess I guess Ben mentioned this, and there's not any – okay, from a straight recruiting news standpoint, I don't know that anything was overly compelling out of the weekend, if I'm honest. Everybody that was pretty okay, still okay. You thought my stories were bad? I did not think they were bad. I thought there was nothing compelling in them. Yes, that is that is what I said. There was not very much compelling in those stories. Uh, Agreed. I mean, it just was what it was. Uh, I wrote them uh, open, quote, transition, quote, transition, it's quote. It's the type of recruiting coverage where I've told people this, and I don't even mean it negatively per se, um, is that it could be a Mad Lib because you're going to ask the fi- same five to seven questions on 90% of the kids, well, I'm, and you literally could just write it out and then just fill in the teams and the dates and the, the, the situations. So to test it, I am literally compiling a about a f- – I'm kind of refining it – about a five-question mm-hmm. template that every time a kid gets an offer, I'm going to find his Twitter, his DM, and send those. And questions? I'm going to send those questions to him. 
And I bet he, if he responds to three, I can make a story out of it. That the junkies would would eat up. It'd be like, okay, inject it right there, right there. Yeah, hit me with a little more. Just a little pop. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to talk about Blanton in a second, but I didn't want to do it at the end of, end of a segment. Um, the portal guys, nothing overly happened. Ole Miss offered the kid from Louisville. Um, he's making a decision at some point. Neil wrote a story about him. Dylan Gabriel is on the campus at UCLA. I don't know when he left. It was I, I well, I don't even know that it was before midnight because he technically could have stayed on the campus even though he could not have contact with yes. the program. And so you, he could still be there today. But know. here's how strict that rule is <coughs> for people that don't know. Like, let's say a kid stayed at UCLA until Monday morning. Mm-hmm. You can't. You can arrange his uh, transportation back to the airport, for example. Yeah. But you cannot be in that car. Yeah, so nothing. You can get him a car service or whatever. Yeah, sure. But that's it. It, you, it stops. No face-to-face at all. Okay. From now until – for Ole Miss, it's January the 12th. The rule is eight days before classes start. In some of that, too, because there was <coughs> – well, I mean, frankly, it was false reporting that they could stay on – that they could still have a normal official visit as long as they got to campus prior to the midnight, um, which was incorrect. Do you know how many people fought me over that? Oh, really? People were, were texting me going, hey, you you can. You can visit till I'm like, no, you can't. Well, because here's why that rule is how it is. Signing day is Wednesday. So yes. the longer you keep anybody on campus, the better for you, duh, yeah. breaking, recruiting 101. So technically, if I'm doing that, I want that kid to come in at 8 o'clock on Sunday night. That's what you would do. Because would... I can keep that dude until Tuesday night, and then he ain't got time to do anything weird prior yeah, to Monday morning. You just arrange his car service back Yeah, I'm, I'm basically holding him hostage the last 48 hours at that point. You would have There would be so many Sunday through Tuesday visits in that case right before signing day. Oh. It, it, it would be comical. So that is why that rule is how that rule is. Um, Ole Miss offered the the kid from Incarnate Word, the FCS quarterback that is trying to move up a level. Really um, nice young man, Cameron Ward. <coughs> enjoyed enjoyed talking to his dad, his mom. Really nice, nice young guy. Um, I think he's kind of taking a step back and going, okay, let's see what happens. Because he entered the portal on Thursday, mm-hmm. and Ole Miss called within the first 30 minutes. Yeah. You can read that story at rebelgrove.com, by the way. Okay. Uh, Jacarius Clayton is going to sign on Wednesday. That's good news for the Rebels. I would had he so. waited, it probably would have gotten a little convoluted, but I would assume that that means Ole Miss on uh, on Wednesday. It's my assumption as well. Everything is cool with Judkins. He literally was just looking for a venue to sign at um, on Wednesday. That was a, a worry for a little while when he said he wasn't signing wherever the place was and deleted the tweet and all kind of stuff over the last – so a high school kid had an emotional that was, moment. What, what even emotional moment? He literally lost the venue. He didn't know where he was signing. He just, like, <laughs> the community center got booked or something. Like, But somehow that became, oh, God, he's going to Auburn. Um, and, I mean, I, it, it almost kind of made me happen, happy a little bit because it felt like 2006 recruiting, like, from back in the day when that was a much more likely scenario of yeah. all the – I mean, it was, it, was the, it was the cancel signing day version of – well, yeah, he was going to visit, but, I mean, had some car trouble. Flat tire yeah, just mean, kept him from getting there. His mama got called into work. I mean, what do you want him to do? I mean. I had no way to take him. <laughs> Coach was busy. Cousin had a funeral. I mean, it was – yeah. It, it, there, there, there are a couple little things that you just get in recruiting, and I thought, you know, that's one of them is the tweet that, hey, not can't do that. And then, like, 20 hours later, he puts out, like, he's literally got Ole Miss and all his little edits yeah. head to toe, and he's like, yeah, yeah, I'm doing it. it nah. 
you know, the high school, the barbecue restaurant or whatever yeah. at two o'clock and you go, okay, that's, that's, that's fine. Jake's catfish or somewhere. Yeah. 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 Well, you know, Montgomery kid, if Auburn got it, you know, got oh, some sure. stuff going on sure. there. I, 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 I get it. Um, as grind is alluded to, I'll get there in a minute. Auburn's got its own issues right now. Um, yeah, from a football standpoint, uh, that, again, that was it. I mean, that was the storyline. Ole Miss appears to have fought off anything with Anthony with uh, Larry Simmons. Um, yeah, I mean, it was a, it was a pretty basic final weekend. There's not a lot of crazy news. It it kind of felt like everybody went where they were going to go. Like Otis goes to Tuscaloosa, so that's probably over. Trevion Williams didn't come anywhere, so he's probably going to state. The Nicholson guy chose state over Ole Miss, probably going to state. Like, everything sort of fit into places. I mean, if you made me do predictions, and God, I'm not, um, I would feel pretty good about everybody but one. I don't know what Percy Lewis is going to do. How many flames would you give it? Well, I'd give it 14, and I'd be 20% sure. <laughs> um, but... I mean, I, I think I would hit whatever percentage in a hundred if I got Percy right, but I don't know. I, I could, you could convince me to Ole Miss or State on Percy Lewis, and I, I have no idea at this point. Yeah, they've both done a pretty good job of recruiting him, and I don't know. I got a couple of theories on that, but I, it's not things I can say. You don't want to go to that? Nope. <laughs> you think it's still in flux? So how do I say this? It's a dead period, Neil. They can't contact yeah. anybody. Yeah, it's not them. Now the people who really handle recruiting step in. That's what I'm talking about. They can't. No, no contact. Right. Well, the, co- the coaches can't have contact. So sometimes, let's put it this way. Okay. So let's say that you have a gym membership. Okay. Trying to keep this cool. You have a gym membership that's $75 a month. Okay. Okay. Yep. When you cancel that gym membership, mm-hmm. you now have that $75 in your account that you can allocate in other ways. That's true. Oh, okay. Does that make sense? I know where you're So okay. now you're not paying for that gym membership anymore. You could conceivably just pocket that money. You could take that money and do something else with it. Or, and this is more likely, you could take that money and transfer it to a new gym membership because you decided you didn't want this gym anymore. You now wanted to work out at this gym for whatever reason, for convenience, better equipment, Whatever. Mm-hmm. And that's happens late in recruiting as gym memberships get canceled and you yeah. look for a new place to work out. Some schools paid off their student loans, hence they, they, can, they can do some things. With well, or, that. or you, yeah, you yeah. anticipated making a payment to a place yeah. and found out that now that payment does not need to be made, yet the funds still remain. And again, you can save those funds for another day. Yeah. Or you can allocate them to another asset. Okay. So, just you know, it happens. Okay. We will talk about the uh, the tweet that rocked the internet a little bit in a second. For that, I'll tell you about Community Mortgage, Oxford, Memphis, Soto County, and Chattanooga. All underwriting and processing is done in Memphis. They're getting local underwriting and understands your market. A leader in condo financing, the float down option, and more. You can find Jason at six six two two three four two seven zero four or J-L-O-W-E at communitymtg.com. We're also brought to you by Grenada Nissan. If you're in the market for a Nissan vehicle, Grenada Nissan's the place to go. They've got a complete selection of new and uh, previously owned Nissan vehicles, great lease deals as well. It's GrenadaNissanUSA.com. 
uh, Walk-On's Sports Bistro puts everything they've got into bringing you game day with the taste of Louisiana. So dig into their mouth-watering Louisiana cuisine like po'boys, gumbo, voodoo shrimp, plus fan favorites like juicy burgers, fresh salads, quality fresh ingredients you can't help but crave. They're uh, in Oxford at 1737B, University Avenue in Oxford, and they're at uh, in the Jackson area at 720 Highland Colony Parkway in Ridgeland. Walk-On's Sports Bistro, more than a restaurant. We're also brought to you by Brothrow. It's a social sports betting network, free to use. Really cool, fun way to bet. No third party, no juice. Over time, that's going to save you money. You can start your own group, make friends, invite your friends. Payment happens within 24 hours of the conclusion of your bet. You can take the existing side. I mean, the other side of an existing bet, start a new bet, and more at bet.brothrow.com backslash mpw. Uh, it's holiday shopping season time. What's today? The 13th. You got to, about 11 days to get it done. Probably should get started. If you haven't started yet, unless you're just kind of one of the daring types. Or do it locally like that day or two before when it's empty for some reason that I never understood. I did all of mine on Christmas Eve one day in Oxford, and it yes. was. There's no one out. You can just, I mean, you, I, I got it all done now, in five hours, and it was exhilarating. Yeah, you do it. Was, it was, pow, 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 pow. But had I not found stuff, it would have been. Well, no, it had to be there. I mean, yeah, you had to know that. I mean, I had a clean route. Like, yeah, everything yeah, yeah. everything worked out. Yeah. Had it not, it would have been a little antsy. So if you don't want to take those chances, go to muddywateroutdoors.com, enter the promo code Rebel Grove, get 35% off any discounts from the site, also free shipping on $100 or more. You also can go to deadsoxy.com. Where it's the holiday 2021 promo, buy more, save more, 25% off any order with the code Rebel Grove. If you order $120 or more, uh, enter the code HOLIDAY30 and get 30% off. If you order $240 or more, HOLIDAY40 for 40% off. Excuse me, each order over $120 gets a free mesh bag while supplies last. Free shipping on orders of $60 or more. As always, stay soxy. Got the uh, holiday party season coming up. People are about to head to New Orleans in a couple of weeks, getting ready for the Sugar Bowl. All of those things, New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, a lot of opportunities probably to imbibe. You want to be ready with Game Changer patches. They're the only two-patch system available in the market to stop hangovers before they start. The uh, warm-up patch is used before while you drink. The overtime patch is used after you've been drinking to recover while you sleep. The all-natural ingredients will keep you in the game and ready for the next play. It's uh, promo code REBELGROVE20 at checkout for 20% off your purchase. Also brought to you by ACS, Automation and Control Systems, LLC. Uh, it's a complete electrical control system solution provider and a Rockwell Automation Recognized System Integrator there in Baldwin, Mississippi. They've got a full-time dedicated emergency staff. Uh, troubleshooting staff, UL508A Panel Shop. They can custom tailor software packages, custom design electrical control panel solutions, and much, much more. Go to acsllcms.com or call 662-601-4381. Podcast also brought to you by Visit Oxford. Visit oxfordms.com. Go to the events page, see everything going on this week and every week. Hope you all uh, got to take advantage of Holly Jolly Holidays. From December 1st, December 12th, uh, wrapped up yesterday, last chance for the uh, ice skating. I know they had a good crowds all two weeks for uh, that, and the car- carriage rides and more. So more coming from uh, Visit Oxford and uh, the local area. Again, go to the events page, everything going on this week and every week for uh, where to eat, where to stay, and much more. Visit OxfordMS.com.
So, um, yesterday, I don't know, sometime late afternoon, something like that, um, Shane Blanton, brother of Stone Blanton, um, previous guest on this here, uh, Potato Log podcast as, uh, <laughs> as well, discussing his, uh, NIL program. He's been trying to get off and running, which I think actually made a lot of progress on that this week. What the point of getting it, getting it up <laughs> at, uh, at least I've got 7,000. The tweet was deleted later, but I have yeah. 47 people have sent me screenshots. It takes so a long time to climb the ladder. Doesn't it's, take long to fall off of it's it. It's easy to it? jump off. All right, so look, I'll, well, I'll read it and then we'll we'll go from there. Um, he said this at 4:02 p.m. yesterday. Ole Miss football coaching staff, here's some advice: never ghost recruits or waste a family's time. This is the South, and we don't treat people that way. Learn how to act like men or get out. I'm stepping off the train, and then does the um, the red circle with the line through it and a locomotive um, emojis. <laughs> I know it's an emotional thing. I get that. Sure. Um, Ole Miss. So for some background. Yeah, sure. His brother, Stone, is a linebacker at MRA. MRA. Madison Regional Academy, for those not here. Um, highly recruited player. Yes. Um, I don't know what his ranking is. Is he four-star? I'll look it up Three-star? I don't know. Whatever. He's a nice player. There uh, are some who question whether he is fast enough to play linebacker at this level there are some who think that he's a perfect fit for their system 5.73 star so very good player very good players that's how recruiting works um Ole Miss recruited him for a long time he's been committed to Mississippi State he's a two-sport player right Mm -hmm. he plays baseball too that is correct uh he's been um he's been Committed to Mississippi State for a long time. More committed to their baseball program than their football program, but committed nonetheless. And um, Ole Miss recruited him hard. There was a period there where I think he could have taken an offer and he could have committed. And then I think that period of time, that window closed. And I think Stone decided that he wanted to commit to Ole Miss and the opportunity wasn't there. And here's the part that sometimes I think people struggle with. Recruiting is kind of like dating, I think, a little bit. You know, when you break up, sometimes you have a sit down and you really look each other in the eye and you wish each other the best. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you have a really nasty, vitriolic breakup. Things get slammed. You worry about whether she still has the key, stuff like that. And sometimes you just stop talking and it just happens. And I think that's what happened in this case. I just think Ole Miss stopped talking. Ole Miss just halted. They just stopped talking. And did they ghost him? It's probably fair. Is that the best way in the world to handle stuff? Probably not. Does it happen? A lot. He had opportunity to commit. They tried to get him to commit. He visited a bunch of times. He didn't commit. Life goes on. And here's what's interesting is I think the kid, the best relationship that he had the whole time was with South Carolina, and I think that's where he's going to end up. So in so many ways, it worked out probably for the best. But his brother got emotional, and that was Probably not the greatest idea in the world yesterday to put that tweet out. 
No, um, a it's already everything that was done was already done by then. It solved nothing. I think that's more than fair. Um, as you said, with a phone call and just saying, "Hey, look, here's what we're doing," been a better yeah. course of action. Sure, it's, of course. Um, incredibly common, incredibly common. Because mm-hmm. look, here's the thing. Well, the too. kids ghost too. Ole Miss got ghosted by Spencer Rattler this weekend. It happens. It's also the thing that, I mean, most people know, I know I'm kind of preaching to the choir a little bit here, is that recruiting and commitments and offers that are committable are more about timing than anything else. Like a kid has an offer, well, yeah, but what what period of time is that offer committable? Well, for the top players in the country, it's always. But for essentially everybody else, it's either, frankly, never committable. There's a lot of dudes who get offers early on in their high school careers that that offer is never actually committable where they could take it and be committed to that school, even including five minutes after they got the offer. And then a lot of times, it, there's a period of time, as Neil said. It's, hey, when we have room, but, hey, and look, a lot of times schools say that. Hey, look, we want you, but there's, like, I, I'm recruiting this dude and this dude, and it, we will fill up. We're only taking two of you guys, and we're only yeah. doing this. Or, hey, if we feel good about Jack over there, I don't know. We'll see. And some of that's hot boxing, but some of that's just reality and truth and honest. Well, the number 85 is a real number. The 85 is the only real number. I mean, it's a real number, and you, you it, it means that you can't go to 86. Like, you, you, you're stuck at 85. That's your ceiling. It's a hard cap. This year, 32 is a hard cap. And that's seven of those have to be transfer portals if you go that high. Mm-hmm. But to add 32, you have to subtract. So it's not, it's not just a buffet. You, you got limits. And so you can't go take six linebackers necessarily. Maybe you could, but if you do that, you're, you're probably taking away somewhere yeah, else. Yeah, yeah. That's a good point, too. Yeah, numbers at each spot change the numbers at each position. And Ole Miss has been, you know, they've been recruiting the whole time. They're in really good shape with Jaron Willis, the former Georgia Tech commit, who they've mm-hmm. rated very high on their board, and then the Banks kid, Tyler Banks, um, as well. So, spots, I mean, again, no one takes so many linebackers here. And that's what happened. I, when you needed Ole Miss support for your business, that's over. I mean, I just don't know. I, I I don't see any way that's that's overcomable over over after after the poor choice to tweet that yesterday. Um, especially when there are other. Because frankly, I mean, there's not a monopoly on these NIL programs. There are several popping up throughout Mississippi right now, including one that I know is pretty organized. It's getting going here here fairly soon with a lot of backing to it. Um, so. Yeah, that 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 felt like from a from a from a business uh, situation, not the uh, not the most prudent move yesterday during uh, during that. We would need the little e um, next to the show for Neil to go into yeah. great detail here. I yeah. mean, I, Jeffrey might have to bring back after hours too. <laughs> yeah, uh, that 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 was yeah, not a good day. Stole the key, didn't go get another key made. Stole the key. Where was the key? I don't know, laying on the kitchen table. Oh, well, or so something. really protected. Well, I mean, I was twenty-three years old. I mean, okay. You come back from a shift, working at the bar, and it's one thirty, two o'clock in the morning, and in your mind, you tell yourself, "Hey, I'm, I'm gonna, you know, 
come back home, grab a beer, take a shower, go to bed, got a busy day tomorrow. And you, when you don't expect company and you walk into company, it's interesting times. Yeah. You think this is the way it's all going to end. And that thought crossed my mind. No, it did. Yeah, it did. It ends here. <laughs> anyway. Carrying on. I no, he he, he devastated he devastated his business. It's yeah. over. Might as well get out. It's you're, it's not recoverable. And he kept tweeting and he kept tweeting and he kept tweeting and he kept tweeting. And the one tweet that he needed to issue was, "Look, I was an idiot. I'm emotional. It's my brother." I'm not. I'm not sure that would have undone the damage, but it would have come closer than, "Oh, look how you can make people mad in 13 minutes." <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, that's not the. That's not it. And look, again, two things. Number one, this isn't about Stone. He seems like a really nice young man. I wish him nothing but the best. And I think he's going to the place that he probably deep down likes the most. He's going to play football for South Carolina. He really likes Shane Beamer. Shane's doing a good job up there, et cetera. Okay? Yeah, I guess I'm, I'm sorry. I'm looking through this real quick. Yeah, look. Yeah, let me back up. You're exactly right. I don't want to over, overdo that. From a Stone Blanton standpoint, yes, he is going to the place that I think he actually wanted to go. And because, I mean, look, had Columbia been in Tupelo, this would have been over a long time ago. So there's no doubt about that. But maybe more than this, the first tweet that was deleted is some of this other that he kept going with. I mean, he retweets somebody who says, you've lost all your Ole Miss business. Retweets it. Mm-hmm. And then retweets, must have deleted it, saw saw what it was, though, what a sensitive little B. If the kid wanted to go to Ole Miss, maybe he should have jumped in the boat when he had the chance. Retweeted that. He retweeted that as well. And then came out with, he pinned a tweet that has just the eye roll and then said, I apologize for poorly conveying Oxford community. Things don't always work out in our favor. It's recruiting season. If it don't get your blood pumping, it isn't really here. Yes. We're going to be all right. These are all bad ideas. Yeah. Even that one is a bad idea. Like hand raised guy was like, Shane, there's one tweet right now. I was emotional. It's my brother. I'm sorry. I was wrong. Cool. Leave it. Leave it. Yeah, you don't double. You, you, I was emotional. It's my brother. I was wrong. But that didn't happen. That's the tweet. And that's the end tweet. And you stop there and then you let time take care of the rest. Because he's going to South Carolina. So you're not going to have the Mississippi State angle to deal with. Ole Miss isn't competing against South Carolina very much in recruiting. No, 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 no. You leave it at that. And you move on. But he didn't. He kept doubling down, which was just stupid. I mean, it really was. I'm not saying he he is stupid because I've, I've only met him one time and he was a nice guy. Um, but that was that was doubling down on a dumb thing. And people get it. You get emotional about your family. You get emotional about your brothers. I mean, you do. If you have brothers, you know what I'm talking about. You, you might... Get really sick of your brothers, and their brothers might piss you off, but if someone wants to fight your brother, you fight with them. Mm-hmm. It's the way it works. But the truth is, Stone had opportunities to get in the Ole Miss class. 
months worth of opportunities to get in the Ole Miss class. And there was a difference of opinion on the staff regarding his potential as an SEC player, which is common. That happens all the time. It's not limited to Lane Kiffin's staff at Ole Miss. It's a, it's a very regular thing. And as things progressed, in other words, as it became obvious that Ole Miss could get Jaron Willis, things progress. You can't take five linebackers. They didn't need five linebackers. They have other needs that they've got to meet with this particular class. They've got a lot of guys that are playing their final game in the Sugar Bowl. And then you've got guys that have entered the portal from Ole Miss that are, that are out. So you've got to be efficient with your spots. And, and if you deem that a guy can't play for you in your system, well, then you don't need to take him because you're creating a situation where a year from now he's going to get in the portal to go somewhere else. Related but off top, or cha- a little bit of a change of topic, where do you feel like Ole Miss is with the quarterback situation right now? Um, In the it's complicated phase? Not really. Uh, I think they want Dylan Gabriel. But I think as of this weekend, they're not positive that they have him. I think they think they're in good shape. But you don't know what Dylan – so here's the thing, right? You don't know what he's saying to everybody else. Is he telling UCLA the same thing he's telling you? It's all good. Don't worry about it. And who knows? I mean, it's possible. Yeah, it happens sure. all the time. If they can't get Gabriel, I think they wanted Rattler because Rattler physically is probably the best of the quarterbacks. Rattler, from a character standpoint, is not the best of the quarterbacks, and I'll just leave it at that. Um, They brought in Cameron Ward from – and did you look at his stats, by the way? Yes, they're eye-popping. His stats are freaking amazing. Um, I don't know if I wrote them down. I had them in the story. They're for like 4,700 yards, something like that, 47 touchdowns. But that's at the FCS level. Now, he did it against some pretty good teams, like Sam Houston State. He lit them up, and they're yeah. usually pretty good. And he's playing with other dudes, uh, other FCS team players yeah, as yeah. well. But they – so someone inside that program said to me, We'd really want to get a quarterback who's done it before. It doesn't mean that you don't believe in Luke Altmaier, by the way. It's just that Luke's not done it before. Well, there's no depth. I mean, frankly, you need two dudes if you can get them. So, and I get you're not getting two A1 dudes. I understand But I that, think but. in an ideal world, they would get Dylan Gabriel, who in his mind and perception is absolutely reality in recruiting. They would get Dylan Gabriel, who has one year in his mind before he goes pro. And you'd also get Ward, and you could develop Ward – Oh, okay. But I don't know that Cameron Ward would sign up Yeah, for I don't that. think he's willing to, at least in theory, go behind a guy who has arguably three years remaining. I think he's willing to think about it. But I think he wants to see who else calls, what other opportunities he has. And look, it's a dead period today. I mean, you can call, like, everyone's calling Bo Nix today. But you can't bring Bo Nix to campus right now. You can't go see Bo Nix. You can't, people are like, oh, hop in the plane, go to Auburn. Lane Kiffin can't go to Auburn or, or Montgomery or wherever and go sit down with Bo Nix. He can't do it. Think Bo Nix knows where he's going? I don't. I don't. You think he's entertaining entertaining options? I, I do, and I could be wrong, but I do. Now, the whole Tank Bigsby getting in the portal supposedly is going to happen today. Because he hasn't yet. He had not as yeah. of last night. Right. 
if he gets in the portal and if the whole they're a package deal thing is true, well, then things get really interesting because that's a pretty attractive package that's out there on the market. Ole Miss has questions. Are you getting Zach Evans? I don't know. Might Maybe. <clears throat> Are you getting Dylan Gabriel? I don't know. I'm in the minority on this, I think. I don't know. I can't gauge public opinion. I guess some of it's in the thing. I think Bo Nix is a pretty good player. I don't, yeah, think, he's, I I don't think he's Matt Corral. Yeah, I actually want to talk about that in a second. But I, I think I, he's I, a I, good I was player. About that. Yeah, I want to talk about that in a second. And look, nobody has any idea on Zach Evans. We know we say this every day, but he can he could stay at TCU. He could go to 25 different programs, and we all go, yeah, sure. Okay, great. Like, nobody has any idea. So, point being, no staff is counting on Zach Evans either. They're not going, oh, yeah, well, I got that guy, so I'm not worried about that anymore. No, 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 you're, you're worried about that until he steps into a class, as, yes. we, as we said. You don't trust him. No. Um, he's done nothing to – Not in a bad way necessarily, but it's just you just don't know what he's going to do. He's kind of a wild card. TCU hasn't given up hope that he'll stay there. Plus a million, yeah. I mean, who who, who knows? So, Yeah, we'll talk about next in a second. Grind, you can tune in. You'll be excited. Um, podcast brought to you in part by Northeast Spark, N-E-S-P-A-R-C.com. Two packages, the Ignite 100 Mbps or the Blaze, the one gig that powers the Clark Ford Studio, your hometown team bringing you world-class broadband. That's N-E-Spark.com, 662-238-3159. Phone services available, parental controls, network security, wire, a wireless mesh extender, and much more. So call the office for details and get the best internet around. Again, 662-238-3159. Pinpoint Commercial Real Estate's based out of Jackson, Mississippi. They service the entire state in all commercial asset classes, such as retail, office, industrial, and land. This week's property spotlight is Paragon Center in Ridgeland, Mississippi. It's comprised of 150,000 square feet of Class A office space located on Highland Colony Parkway. Minutes from the new Costco, I-55, Walk-On Sports Bistro, and more. It's a uh, experiencing substantial commercial growth. It's located alongside some of the most affluent neighborhoods in Mississippi. If you'd like to learn more about this great opportunity to house your professional office, give Sam Cox and B.B. Mitchell a call at 601-586-3220. Uh, Christmas just a couple of weeks away. It's officially time to start planning for holiday gifting. Our friends at Blue Delta have the perfect gift for the season. Blue Delta has introduced their video gift cards. It's a gift card with the built-in video screen. It's easy. Simply head to BlueDeltaJeans.com, purchase a gift card, and Blue Delta will help you record a personalized message and upload the video card for you. Supply chains are an issue this Christmas, but these video gift cards are a surefire way to make sure the gifts get delivered on time. The guys at Blue Delta sent me one of these. It's a great concept, great presentation. It's the perfect gift for a single person or a group of employees. BlueDeltaJeans.com to purchase or shoot the guys a DM on social media and they'll get you taken care of. I was in Lamons just the other day. A lot of people in there making um, holiday purchases and such. You've got time to do it as well, but you need to hustle. It's 1126 North Lamar Boulevard in Oxford. They've been serving Oxford for more than 73 years. Engagement rings, wedding rings, fine jewelry, watches, pearls, fashion jewelry, children's jewelry, collectibles, and more. Lamons is the gold standard in fine jewelry. Visit them at 662-234-2777. You may have noticed, uh, it was kind of in the news, we've had some weird weather. It's hot, gets cold, hot, cold. You're using your heat, you're using your air conditioning. It's crazy. You want to make sure everything's in tip-top shape. If you have any problem at all, you need to get in touch with Comer Heating and Air, Southern Air Conditioning and Heating. Different names, but they're the same great products, the same services, the same people. If you live in Oxford, Tupelo, or that area, call Comer. 
662-801-1777. If you live in Hernando, Memphis, or the surrounding area, call 662-429-4429. I recorded a uh, soft verbal podcast with uh, rivals Woody Womack yesterday. It's up where you listen to podcasts. It's brought to you by the College Corner. It's your one-stop Rebel Shop. Two locations in the Jackson area. In uh, Ridgeland, it's next to Fleet Feet. In Flowood, it's next to Half Shell. If you don't live in Jackson, it's not a problem. You can visit the College Corner at collegecornerstore.com. Plus, you can find them on Facebook and Instagram. So whether you're tailgating in Oxford or home gating with friends and family, the College Corner has you covered for game day with the largest selection of Rebel gear in central Mississippi. Podcast also brought to you by G&M Pharmacies. It's on South Lamar here in Oxford, 662-236-2222. Also on the square in Holly Springs with Tyson Drugs. They offer MedSync for your prescriptions the same day each month and take care of you. One trip to the pharmacy, one pickup, and you have everything you need when you need it. They also deliver locally in the Oxford area and much more. So use them for your community pharmacy and avoid the big box stores. Again, South Lamar in Oxford with G&M or Tyson Drugs in Holly Springs, 662-236-2222. Yeah, look, Bo Nix has obviously lit up Ole Miss. Uh, There's no doubt about that. He's had had quite the career against the Rebels. Um, He... I think he fits this offense better than most people give it credit for being. He can run. He can use his feet. He can improvise. He can do enough stuff in the passing game. I mean, you know, Auburn relied on him a ton this year. I mean, he kind of took a couple games over. He he, he has his bad moments. I mean, he's not the most consistent quarterback in the world. That's true. I think you can argue from a straight fixing to his talent, the Ole Miss offense – frankly, might fit him better than the Auburn offense. Now, Auburn's had a big run game. That helps a lot of different things. But, sure. I mean, it's not like Ole Miss doesn't run the ball. I mean, I, and again, I know literally nothing. I'm not saying anything about Bo Nix headed to Ole Miss, but to me that makes a lot of sense. I mean, it, to the point that if you line them all up for a straight one year, I mean, I get you got you got to factor in multiple years versus one year and all that kind of stuff. I might take Bo Nix over my other options if I were, if I were Ole Miss. I'm not sure yeah, I wouldn't. I'm not sure I wouldn't either. Because I know, I mean, this this is going to look like, maybe this looks like an idiot stance later on. Everything involved, I would at least contemplate taking Bo Nix over Spencer Rattler. Well, look, what you do know is that Bo Nix can play in this league. Yeah. Like, you've seen Bo Nix go to Startville and play. You've seen Bo Nix go to Fayetteville and play. You've seen Bo Nix go to Tuscaloosa and play. Mm-hmm. Right, I mean, you know, you've seen him go to Baton Rouge and, and make make plays, get get wins. Yeah, he's had bad moments, but there's no superstar sitting in the portal. I mean, if you're if you're waiting, there's for, no guarantee. There's no Matt Corral in the portal. Yeah, there's no Kenny Pickett in the portal. No, if you're in the portal, you're in the portal for a reason. Now he ran that Gus Malzahn offense, which is something completely different than what he would run at Ole Miss. Yeah, uh, he ran the Harson offense, which is has more similarity. Yeah. You know, that deal got weird early in the year. Was it who they played Georgia State that they struggled with and they benched him and they put Finley in and then he yeah, just – No, look, it's not perfect. Yeah, no, no, of course there's not. no doubt. By the way, I don't buy any of the package deal stuff. No, I don't either. I completely don't buy it. I get why people are putting that out there. I don't buy it at all. Um, I asked somebody about Knicks yesterday, but he wasn't in the portal at the time. 
And so the answer was kind of, well, he's not in the portal. You know, they'd heard the rumors, but he wasn't in the portal. And at that point, you're probably not making decisions based on who's not in the portal. You're making decisions based on who is in the portal. Um, But there's a certain guarantee level. There's a certain base level with with Bo. If you look at what Ole Miss is going to be next season offensively, I think Ole Miss is going to be pretty good up front as long as they stay healthy. Um, I think they're going to be pretty good at receiver. Bringing in some guys, they'll be fine. They'll be at least fine in the backfield and could be very good. Could we'll be, see well, what it looks. Could like. be really good. I yeah. mean, look, Evans for all of his his craziness is an, an elite running back. Um, I think I I expect Jerrion will go pro, but I don't think that decision's been made. Um, I think they have to re-recruit Snoop Connor a little bit, but that's mm-hmm. common. Um, Welcome to 2021. Yeah, I, I think they've got to re-recruit Henry Parrish a little bit, which also brings me to another point, which is a lot of guys are going to play bowl games here in the next, what, 19 days? All over the country. You're going to start seeing bowl games get played where guys wanted to play the yeah. bowl. Tank Bigsby is reportedly going to the portal. Grind is in denial, um, I know, but it seems like he's headed that way. If he's not, I'll apologize to Grind tomorrow. Um, Justin Hokinson of – Who's Justin? It's, with it's Justin. It's on three. His own three is reporting that he's going in the portal. Um, yeah, I, and I'm not. I have no idea. I have no ability to question. Yeah. I'm uh, most. I'm mostly just trying to mess with grind. Yeah. But um, what? But what I what I was going to say was, is guys are going to jump in the portal after their bowl games. They want to go to the bowl game. They want to play in the bowl game, get the bowl swag and all that stuff, and then they're going to hop in the portal. Hey, look, when you get a chance at the fossil watch, you get the fossil watch. Absolutely. Okay. I mean, look. But guys, but guys are going to jump in the portal January second, yeah, January third, yeah, yeah. January fourth. It's coming. And then guys are going to go through spring with new coaching staffs and not like what they see and jump in the portal. The portal is going to be ongoing. It's it's nonstop. So sometimes if you're not just enamored with what's in there, you wait and see if something else gets in there, knowing that you could get burned. Because you've got to get something out of it. I mean, you got no choice. <laughs> it's not just a river in Egypt. Yeah, you well look, you gotta get a quarterback. Or else you're going into this deal next year with Luke Altmeyer and I don't know who else. I mean, right now there are two quarterbacks on the roster for next season. Yeah, you you gotta go handle that. That is a good point. Even through the lean years there in the middle between the sugar bowls, Ole Miss has had a pretty damn good quarterback all the time. Pretty, I mean pretty much. I mean they I mean, you, you go back to it. They went from Bo to Chad to Shea. Well, since I've been here, to Tamu, it's been Jevin Sneed. Well, now there's a now the, the bad part is in well, the middle there. Saying, you're, 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 you you got a problem there for well, a minute. That's what I'm saying. I mean, there's been a moment. It's happened in not so distant history. They had what was like Barry Burnetti and Zach Stout and uh, Randall Mackey. Randall Mackey. <laughs> it was that three headed monster. <laughs> Randall Mackey stuff. When Randall's like, yeah, I had all these concussions. He didn't have concussions. Well, he, he, he that was the strangest. He literally did. I mean, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, it was it was Sneed, Masoli, Stanley, sort of whatever. Yeah, and then Stanley, Mackey, Bernetti, yeah, Stout, yeah. When Neil got in trouble and said, "This is almost football," <laughs> in the press box, it was when Stout it was, said, it was the LSU. second play of the game, and Stout throws a pick six. Yeah. And I said, because they've been doing that, this yeah. is Ole Miss football. 
And I said, this is Ole Miss football. You got chastised. I got chastised. Daniel Snowden did not take it well. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But, I mean, they had that lull there, and that was kind of it. After that, they were – Man, that team sucked. The 11 team? Oh, my God. That team was that a, Was that 11 when we had the Randall Mackey thing? I think so. Because for background there, just quickly, <laughs> the 45-second version of this, <laughs> is that it was a story where he was talking about the offensive line, and maybe Jared's in the thread. If he is, chirp in and tell us what you, what, what you see from this or tweet at me if you're listening to the podcast. I think, like, the offensive lineman would do some of the cadence because Randall didn't do all the cadence. And when – because he, he, had, he had a bit of a stutter. He was working through it. It had gotten better, but at times it would come back, and that created some cadence problems, mm-hmm. best I recall. And when we asked him about it, just like, I mean, just kind of off the cuff. I mean, we didn't go in going, hey, we're going to write this story. Yeah. We're meeting in the little, <laughs> like the the grill area of the Manning Center is where this was. Were you even there? Were you there? Or was I doing it? I can't remember. Okay, so, and Randall just starts talking, and he's like, well, no, I was pretty good. And then he goes, I had this. He goes, I took a hit and had a concussion. I believe he said against St. Thomas Moore, if I actually remember this correctly. He's my high school, because I think he went to Bastrop. And so that, would that make sense? Would yeah. that would that Louisiana geography make sense? It, it, it could, yeah. It sure. could. Bastrop could play St. Thomas Moore? Conceivably. Okay, so, um, and he says this, and he goes on to talk about how he essentially had, had five, six concussions over, over time, including a couple fairly recently. We're all writing these stories like, hey, is this is this dude okay? Like, here's the thing. This is kind of crazy. And then it gets out. And I don't know if it was media relations. I don't know exactly what happened from there. But within like an hour, the quotes had kind of been changed in a couple spots. Like some <laughs> paragraphs had been taken out from some news outlets. And we're like, whoa, what the? It's like, well, he misspoke and he did this. It's like, hold on a minute. No, he did not misspeak. It was it was one of the stranger things I've I, I've ever I've, I've ever covered. But it got completely like washed over there over the course of three or four hours. Yeah, that was not a storyline they were no. wanting out that day. No, that the, the the running quarterback had had a bunch of concussion issues prior to uh, to that. Barry actually played a little bit later on, but Barry was a good football player. He was kind of without a position. Yeah, but he was a good athlete, good yeah. player. Um, he helped some on that twelve team. He did, if I remember correctly. And he, because that was the first time that he actually was decent in the eleven Egg Bowl. Otherwise, that's a complete. If I recall correctly, it was thirty-one to three. Yeah, it would have been worse. Or thirty-one to nothing. I think it was thirty-one three. Either way, it could have been worse. I don't know. I, the only play I remember from that game is the very first state touchdown when Ladarius Perkins juked like nine different rebels and an unnamed person that covers Ole Miss in the press box hit the table so damn hard that, like, all of our drinks and ice cream, like, almost went up in the air and came down. We're all like, what the hell was that? And it was like, damn, and they just hit it. I was like, well, no. And I, and I, I, like, did you think they were winning tonight? Well, I looked over and said, did you think something? <laughs> I mean, you knew what was coming, right? <laughs> it's one of the few times we didn't go into the egg bone going, you know, like, throw the records out. No, yeah, no, 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 no. That no. record's real relevant yeah. right now. The stats matter. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Mackey played a little in 12, too. That's the first time Freeze started um, rotating the quarterback. was in his first season, so he always did it, putting other quarterbacks in around the goal line. Because when, yeah. when, when you get to take Bo and Chad out, you should do that. You should. And, and put other guys in. I mean, if you got a chance to take Chad Kelly off the field to bring um, uh, Jeremy Liggins on in the fourth quarter of an Alabama game, you should. If you can – when we had Hugh on and we're talking about plays, you – 
regret or don't want to have to do over again. I mean, that might be the number one clover leaf because if he fumbles there, totally different deal. I mean, the whole program's different. Totally everything's different. Every, everything's if, different. If Jeremy Liggins holding this ball out wide drops it right there, because yeah. I mean, it's just loaf of bread. I oh. mean, it's it's all over out. Someone there. puts a helmet on and it's coming out. Yeah. How that was a good idea at that moment. Well, I remember watching it unfold, going, "Oh my god!" Like thinking, "We're just." We're done. We're we're not going to do shows. Not going to write. You're just going to the house. I'm, just I'm just... heading home. Call it a day. All right. Can we talk about Brian Kelly for a minute? Uh, sure. Whatever you're talking about. People are asking about Brian Kelly. His uh, video with Walker Howard, is and it is super cringe, man. Like those are always cringe. They have one of those, I guess, like it's a turn. The turntable thing? I guess it turns. Yeah. Almost like a life-size Lazy Susan a little bit. This thing (laughs) sort of rotates. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And anyway, you see the kids do it, and it's pretty cringy. And I've seen coaches do it. He's not the first coach to do it, but you're the head coach. And you're doing the – it was rough. But here's the thing. Did it hurt him in any way with anyone? No. Well, no. It just gave people an opportunity to make fun of him. Here's what it does. is If it doesn't go well, it becomes even more comical and even worse. Yeah. You, you throw all this pile off to the side that you're probably not going to run off the road. But in just in case you do, there are no guardrails. It's giving everybody plenty of ammunition to load on and go, what the hell were you guys doing? Well, he's not off to a good start. He lost Corey Raymond off his staff to Florida. Corey Raymond's a really good recruiter who knew Louisiana really well. Um, He's had some defections to the portal. A lot of talk about Keyshawn Butte going to the portal. Had a hard time finding coordinators. Yeah, it's weird right now. Like They're going into this bowl game with just one quarterback. It was a Mathers fumble, and yeah, it was one of the worst play call, one of the worst nine calls I've ever seen. Alabama fourteen when they grabbed. Oh Mathers. yeah, 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 yeah. He just had a weird. He's had a weird time. Can we? And it's why people love it. Like I, I'm, this is not even in any essence a criticism. Oh, is it? Is it the camera that's going around, or is it the table turning? Oh, it's just the camera. Rotating? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I'm not aware. I don't know. Whatever. Lane doing work this morning. He takes his devotional, tweets it, and some, and ties that into Matt Corral's growth. So he's 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 like second level tweeting today. Um, yeah, Lane Kiffin retweeted the Brian Kelly thing with the uh, the GIF from Friday, where the guy puts his <laughs> hand on his face and and and, and shakes his head. Um, there, mm. but that's what I'm saying. I mean, it's kind of how we love college football because. It's all so stupid in like the best way possible where you go, there's all this money and all this stupidity and all this stuff. Sure. And you go, it's a stupid sport. And yeah. that's why people like it because yeah. the results are weird and the plays are weird and there's emotion and pandemonium mm-hmm. and fan base. You've got Lane Kiffin renting Aston Martins and Porsches to take kids around places. You've got Brian Kelly dancing with a quarterback and he might be the only person in America more tone deaf than I am. I mean, there are so many things about this over this recruiting thing where you went, 
I got nothing. I, I'm just yeah. And this is required because, I mean, the Lane Kiffin thing. There was tons of uh, Twitter interactions about it, and almost all the fans goes, "Well, my coach better be doing it. If he's doing it, why ain't my guy doing it?" Sure. Hey, Shiano's got a helicopter. Where's my guy's helicopter? I mean, remember that was a huge thing back in the day. Whoever it was, there was like the first guy that got the helicopter. Saban. Was it Saban? Mm-hmm. And it was like, oh god, because what? What? It, it, it was there was actually a bit of a logic to it because you could see multiple games quickly all over an area. Well, so like, let's face Atlanta, it: when you're at if when you're at a high school game, if you're at Pontotoc, for example, and the chopper comes in, and the Alabama chopper comes in, everybody's paying attention for just a minute. I mean, you're making an impression. College football is not a subtle sport. No. So there was nothing subtle about that at all. But that was that was that was where that was. Uh, That is a good point. I mean, if you if you got Brute, Smith, and Mingo, I mean, you can make that work with about with most quarterbacks. Yeah, I don't like your chances. No, I don't either. No, my guess is Brute ends up staying. I will predict that he's at Alabama next year. Yeah, I remember Kirby doing it. That's right, Grant. I, I remember Kirby going all over Atlanta. Was one of the few times yeah. I remember it. He still uses that. the copter, right? I think so. Didn't Mullen use a copter for a while? Yeah. Everybody had a copper, a copter at some yeah. point. That was a that was an in vogue thing. Yes, yeah, said there. Mullen, Mullen liked his. Uh, yeah. CJ Hampton. I was a blast from the past. I was at his commitment ceremony. Oh, you did drive. To I that, went to Meridian. Mm-hmm. That was worth the trip. Ole Miss, Alabama, and Florida State. One That's right. I remember that you going to Meridian for that. I did. Yeah. He. Uh, is it a TV station? No, it was at the school. Okay. Um, it was at the school. He. And then he had like that weird thing. I went to Kalo Moore's. Did you? Yeah. Bolivar? I don't remember. What's Bolivar? That, right? that sounds right. Um, <laughs> you went to Kai Madden's too. Um, I did. He, CJ <laughs> did that weird thing. It was right when the rules were coming out about how you could go ahead and sign the scholarship papers, which would allow coaches to talk to you or whatever. But – Nobody really understood the rules at the time, including compliance. And CJ, he signed like a bunch or something. Like he did something really weird that actually caused a lot of compliance issues right off the top those first six months because nobody knew what the hell the rules were. But anyway, I don't know. We're doing a memory lane podcast today, apparently. Oh, podcast brought to you in part by Nick Stan and Associates, nickstanoxford.com. It's sponsored by my 321 football content item during the football season. And you can find them on the message board in my signature as well to uh, help you out on the buy side or the sell side of real estate here in Oxford and Lafayette County. Use somebody you know and trust with the crazy market out there. 662-281-1200. Nextanoxford.com. Pinnacle Wealth uh, provides detailed specialized investment management, financial planning, retirement planning for individuals and businesses, and much more. You can get in touch with them at mypinwealth.com, M-Y-P-I-N-N wealth.com. Also brought to you by my friend John Edwards, Regency Travel Incorporated in Memphis. If you're thinking about, you know, planning a summer vacation, a spring break vacation, whatever the case may be, there's a lot of different rules out there right now in different places, Europe, the Caribbean, even places in the States where it's um, different vaccine rules, different, uh, all that stuff. Anyway, you don't want to have to go research all that yourself and, and run the risk of being wrong. Instead, get in touch with John, give him some parameters, give him a budget. He'll give you uh, options, and you don't have to live in or near Memphis to take advantage of his services. 901-494-3387 or jedwards at regencytravel.net.
Brought to you by Opa, Oxford's newest restaurant on the historic square. Delicious menu featuring euros, wraps, kebabs, fresh redfish, lamb chops, and more. A handcrafted cocktails, frozen libations, and amazing candlelit patio. 306 South Lamar in Oxford. Also brought to you by Whitney McNutt, Tommy Morgan Incorporated Realtors. I'll have a uh, mailbag up at some point Wednesday. Wednesday's going to be a weird day. But anyway, the mailbag's brought to you by Whitney McNutt, serving you for all your real estate needs in Oxford and Tupelo, condos, land, commercial, residential, family, homes, 662-567-2573 or 662-842-3844. Service specialist is recruiting both an executive director and a director of sales for a brand new independent living community in Oxford, seeking individuals with strong sales experience and or extensive managerial administrative operations execution background. Senior living experience is preferred but not required. Those of uh, you that want to move to Oxford and lead the opening of a major business development with a successful company, this is your opportunity. Excellent pay, excellent benefits, referral fees are always given, so reach out to 662-832-5138. Also brought to you by Alpha Specialties, 1670 Highway 80 in Pearl, Mississippi. It's your trailer-specific professional. If you want to haul it, they can call it at Alpha, the premium trailer dealership in Mississippi. Load trail, uh, Hallmark cargo trailers. Um, They can work with third parties to have game day trailers and concession trailers built for you as well. 601-932-9798 or check them out at alphaofms.com. It's not too late to stop at the Rogue and get uh, your, some of your shopping done. Great collegiate collection gear that you uh, have seen throughout the fall on uh, Chance Campbell when we've talked on a visit with Chance Campbell throughout the football seasons. 4450 I-55 North in Jackson or therogue.com. And don't just accept what you see, but imagine something new. Uh, step forward and chase after a better version of yourself. Every day, Corinth Dental is helping people reinvent themselves one smile at a time. Dr. Bubba McQueen, Dr. Jenny Beth Hendrick are devoted to restoring and enhancing the natural beauty of your smile using conservative state-of-the-art procedures, including Invisalign. Those clear aligners are the virtually invisible way to improve your smile. So call Corinth Dental today for a no-cost digital scan of your teeth and let them show you the way to a straighter, healthier smile. 12 months, no interest, no down payment financing available at CorinthDental.com. Been telling you to get your uh, holiday boxes from Johnston Hill Creamery in a local cheese shop here in the uh, Oxford area, just off Molly Bar. They make their own cheese in house every uh, every single day. You got the artisanal cheese box that includes a, a cheese knife, several different home local homemade cheeses, and more. The charcuterie box, the dessert box, and even a kids' holiday box that is uh, really really cool. You can see pictures of that on their Facebook page at Johnston Hill Creamery. It's great for adults too, but it includes house made. Uh, marshmallows, gingerbread cookies, chocolate coins, and much, much more. So check out all the ribbon boxes and get those for the holiday season. That is cheese at johnstonhillcreamery.com or 662-419-9201. Uh, let's see. Yeah, those are two dudes that, you know, had kept everything – focused and played cornerback, you do wonder what the careers would have been for Kalo Moore and Nick Brazel. The two dudes well, Nick that just, for sure. I mean, Nick was an NFL corner if he could have just for sure. stayed at it. Yeah. I mean, that was that was one of the most dudes you ever saw coming out of high school and went, yeah, I mean, that's what that But that know. was always a really big if. Yeah. I mean, he had to. It was always a big if. And Nick would have been one of those guys that would have been better off going to University of Minnesota. 
get the hell out of here. Yeah, he, he, you know, people are like, oh, he could have gone to Alabama. He had the same problem that, there. He needed to get away. Far, far away. Remember there was those, uh, that was that group with, we're doing it today, I'm just going down through history. Um, there were the top, those five big-time wide receivers in Mississippi that year, maybe all four stars or higher, and Dante was the one that did not make the Mississippi-Alabama roster. Um, well, he's he was, the one that made the NFL. Yeah, he he was left off uh, the the Mississippi roster for Joe Morrow and Devin Fossilman. How'd that work out? I think Dante would probably take his situation over think. Jay over over think. Joe, which I'm sure is a good dude, and uh, and Devin, uh, and Devin, yeah, because yeah. that was Nick, Dante, Tobias, yeah. Um, Tobias ended up at like Jackson State eventually, didn't he? I think so. Is that right? Yeah, he was okay. Yeah, I like Tobias. He was a good dude. Sure. Yeah, that was actually one of my more favorite guys to cover back in the day when we did that to a more personal level. You know, when Neil had like hanging out with their camps and doing all this stuff. It was mm-hmm. crazy. Mm-hmm. You can go meet them on the square when they leave campus. Take them to Rebel Rags. Never took them to Rebel Rags, but I did meet them off. I did meet them on the square a few times. Get quotes. Those days have changed. Yep. Thank God. But not bars at 3 a.m. when they leave. So no. you make sure you get some quotes for the next day. Nope. Never did that. There were people who did. I'm aware of that one too. I was not one. Yeah, those RSS feeds will get you when a story accidentally publishes and goes out, and you go, "Hold on a minute, how the hell did that happen?" Yeah, so how'd you get those quotes at two thirty? It was one of the maddest I've ever been because we had a real diehard rule, or not diehard, but it was just, the rule was you do not call a kid until he leaves campus. And yeah, they had a story publish at like four oh five the day all the kids were leaving. I'm like, "Hold on, like, yeah," and it was like it was Austin Golson. It was like Golson enjoys visit. It's like hadn't left yet what yeah. the hell are you talking about and yeah well <laughs> happened on the square that night yeah <sighs> anyway yeah Tobias you had Tobias and they had that running back out of Madison that always wanted like the old Miss offer and never could get it because it was really small Joe Price oh yeah I remember that was with uh with that group with uh with with, with him I had people asking about um basketball and what does it mean and the answer to that question is this in my opinion as of today, it doesn't mean anything. But my experience with decisions about tenure and decisions about which direction you go to try to prejudge what that decision will be before you've gone through the emotion of a season is impossible because there's not emotion today. There are 18 league games. Mm-hmm. All of them still to be played. Yeah, they haven't played any of those eight. Well, actually, they're 19 league games. Because you got to play in Nashville or wherever. It's in Tampa this year. Okay. So you have played 19 games. They haven't played any of those games. What do those games look like? What does attendance look like? What does effort look like? Does it look like you're progressing at all? Does it look like disaster? I don't know. I mean, the answer to all of those questions is unknown. It's, you know, so it's incomplete. So the grade today is incomplete. You You couldn't possibly make that decision today. On the flip side, and I'll get in trouble for saying this, people will get mad at me. There will be people who push back. When I hear people defiantly say that someone is safe before we've done what we just talked about doing, I won't go there. Because what if it is a disaster? What if the crowds are crickets? What if there's no energy In today's college athletics, with the amount of money that's being thrown around, 
that makes the decision to hang on for another year a very difficult one to make. When people talk about, well, it's the easy decision to stay with what you've got. No, it's not. That's a hard decision. Because if it's the wrong decision and your program takes another step down. You're delaying and taking more to get out. Both. And, and here's where you'd have to talk to people over there who look at the bottom line. What is the bottom line financially there? What is What are you budgeting from an attendance standpoint? What are you budgeting um, buyouts? All of those things. I don't know what all of that stuff looks like. It's way too early to, to say that. And it, and it could end up being really premature. You know, you go 10 and 8 in the league, nobody's in trouble. You go 4 and 14 in the league, it becomes a really difficult thing to have a conversation about. Just we got to see. I mean, look, they're going to get Deshaun Ruffin back in a week or two, and they need him to spark them. And that's a lot to ask of a freshman coming off of a broken hand. But that's what you're asking. You, you, you need. What can Ruffin give them? What is the hope? He's got to give them an offensive spark, Chase. If you watch them play, and you watch the game Saturday yeah, night, I watched most of the game Saturday night, they can't score. It's not about all the other stuff. It's you can't shoot. And when you shoot as poorly as they did, and I don't have the numbers in front of me, it was 20-something percent, I think, from the floor. Man, you're just not going to win like that. And then you get killed on the glass. That's a lot to overcome. Well, and it's a Western team. It's not even like one of Rick's better ones. They're five and four coming in. Yeah, I mean, it was Western six and four now. And Ole Miss is net. I wrote this in ten thoughts. I think it's like one. It was one seven, one sixty or one seventy. Yeah, one seventy something. I think. There's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine SEC teams in the top seventy in net. LSU, Tennessee, Auburn. Alabama, Florida, Kentucky, Mississippi State, Arkansas, and Texas A&M, all in the top 70. So you have opportunities, right, to um, do it. But, man, I mean, you're putting yourself in a position where if, if the tournament is your goal, you have you, you got to go like 14-4 and four in the league or something because you've buried yourself in the non-league. Yeah, I mean, I've got it up here. I mean, obviously an off night in general, but, I mean, just from a stats standpoint, 27% from the field, 17 of 62, 26% from three, 7 of 27, um, and then they went 7 of 9 from the line, but only 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 nine free throws there from a, from a game standpoint, and they got out-rebounded 42 to 30 by Western. Yeah. Um, just bad on the glass. They're one of their better options is to go small. How much does that help at this point? Um I mean, Brakefield played 19 minutes. Crowley played 13 minutes. Brakefield was 0 of 5 from the field, 0 of 2 from 3. Three boards, two turnovers. What did they shoot from 3? 7 of 27. Yeah. 26%. Chet says, I get the shooting argument. The team is just disjointed and the half-court sets are idiotic. I won't go with idiotic, but I, I will say I watched them and it just – it looks like you're trying to compensate for a lack of explosive players. Because I think they're trying to compensate for a lack of explosive players. The lack of somebody to just go get the bucket. Bucket getters. You know. Yeah. Whatever that looks like. You know, Kermit talks about toughness. I mean he's he's at practice. I'm not. I don't I don't sometimes I want to say what does that mean? But it 
feels like a question that would be easily misinterpreted. Their final non-con games, they have a game on Wednesday uh, against Middle Tennessee. That is in Oxford, 6.30 start for that one. They played Saturday against Dayton, is that right? That's right, Dayton at 5.30. Dayton, who I think beat Kansas earlier in the season, if I have that oh, right. right. Right? I don't Am know. Am I correct there? Um, Let me look them up real quick. And then, I, I looked for them yesterday, but I was in such a hurry. that. And then Samford on the 21st, that's also in Oxford, and that is prior to opening league play. That is a bit of a bear from league play. Um, the first two league games, Florida at home on that Wednesday on the 29th, and then at Tennessee um, a week from that. So they actually have a bye second or the first Saturday of the season. So I'm looking for Dayton, right? Yeah, I mean, I could I could have that wrong. It could be a different team that did that. I'm looking. Miss- yeah, 74-73, but Dayton's only 3-3 three and three on the season. Yeah, see, there's not many opportunities to do anything, and, uh, and yet you could lose those games. I don't even know why we're having a tournament conversation. It's a dumb conversation. I, four people, I, Dayton is 100 in the net right now. And Middle Tennessee, and who's the other one, Chase? Uh, Samford. Yeah, Dayton's seven and four. Um, they're one hundred in the net. I'm looking for middle, and I'm looking for, and I'm, I'm I need to probably get into the two hundreds at this point. Dayton but. has losses to UML, who I don't even know who that is. Um, if somebody can make that make sense. Ole Miss's net this morning is one seventy three. Okay. One seven three. Lost to Lipscomb. Lost to Austin P. A win over Illinois, Chicago. They beat Miami, Florida. Beat Kansas. Beat Belmont. Beat Alcorn. Beat Northern Illinois. Lost to SMU. They've actually gone a little bit of a roll after losing uh, early on. So anyway, yeah, seven and four for the Flyers. I mean, I'm at two fifty five, and I'm still looking for Samford yeah, I mean, and Middle at Tennessee. I'm at this point, it just doesn't matter. I mean, you schedule games. One of their big things is that losing to Marquette cost them an opportunity to play a good game. Yeah, because it took away West Virginia the next day. And they do that a lot in those tournaments. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. They always struggle in that first game to get the other good games. Yeah. And those games matter. I mean, like they played Elon. Elon is 342. 342. 342 in the net. Wow. Ole Miss beat Mississippi Valley. They're 355 in the net. Those those games just don't do anything for you. I, I don't know why they get played, honestly. Well, one of the keys to scheduling, and I get it's not as easy as just picking out your opponents, is to of when course. you play the bye game, play the guy that's 180, not the guy that's 320. Yeah, you, you just don't want to bury yourself, but they've done it. I mean, I, I wonder about the apathy if they get off to a bad start in the league. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, so to me, that's that's if I'm if I'm watching it, going okay, boy, this is that's what I'm watching for. What do the crowds look like? What do the crowds sound like? Even more football tomorrow. I'm sure there'll be some recruiting having today, but still it no, still no email, right? Uh, yeah, uh, one. 15-ish. 115-ish, okay. Yeah, something like that um, okay. for Kippen today. So we'll uh, we'll have that to you uh, later today as well, oh, Lane, and I think some players as, as well. So that, Anna, more. Appreciate everybody in the stream today. Enjoyed it. Good conversation there. Everybody listening wherever you are. Some more podcasts as the week moves on leading up to a, a Sugar Bowl January 1st against the Baylor Bears. So we'll talk to you again very soon. Have a good day.
Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.